Do you know why baby cries when they are born? Do you know why shooting stars happen? Well, in this episode, I'm here to talk about jeans. And some of you might think of jeans as those mystical creatures you see in your movies that possess people, horror movies vibe, exorcism, blah, blah, blah. Mm, something close to that. But I want to t- talk to you guys about jeans as seen from Islam. Should I say? Yeah, from the Islamic perspective. Um, one thing a lot of people would not know is the role of jeans in Islam or more like who they are to we Muslims, like how we view them, how we see them. So basically, let me give you a brief history. You know how people see the devil, Shaitan, as a fallen angel, a a demon that was once an angel. Um, we Muslims we view it differently. Basically, he was created from smoke, from fire. So his descendants are known as the jinns, just like how us were the descendants of Adam and. Um, were humans so that is how it is and obviously the whole he disobeyed god all those things happened and yeah he now had a deal with god or more like then i don't know how to put it anyways he shall live in forever to the end of the world (laughs) let me just put it like that so these genes they're like humans they eat, they procreate, they have families, they live, they have tribes, they have civilizations, they learn languages. They're basically another whole world, whole world that we cannot see. Just like the thing is that they say that genes can't see us, but the humans cannot see the genes. And just like how at the end of the day, during judgment day, you go to heaven, you go to hell, the same thing is with genes. Uh, but the thing that makes us different from jeans, apart from them being basically invisible to us and having less wisdom than us, let me see, is that they have powers and abilities. These power and abilities can enable them to transform into like anything. They can transform into trees. They can also possess a person, but they only possess people in, should I say, a state of weakness. That's like a sense of insecurity when your faith is declining. And some um, possess people out of revenge. Like I heard this story about a gene that possessed a woman. And apparently the woman threw hot water. Like you know how you just threw hot water outside. And when she threw hot hot water, it landed on one of the jeans' babies. (laughs) Yeah. So the jeans got angry and possessed her. So that is something. If you harm one of them, they can possess you. It gives them a chance to possess you. I don't know how true that story is because I've I've heard a lot of jeans stories. And some of them I cannot even believe. (laughs) You just be looking like, oh, wow. Anyways, and then another thing about jeans is... They, fall, they can fall in love with humans. And when they fall in love with you, and let's say you're in a marriage and you're in a relationship or something, they try to ruin it. Sometimes you cannot even get married or something like that because they love you. They're being possessive of you. That's one thing they can That's one thing they can do. They also possess objects. That, and one thing they hate, they hate clean places. 
and they hate people that smell good and like i said that like humans except in a different form so that means we have like genes of different religions too we have the good genes we have the bad genes we have the muslim genes the atheist genes the hindu genes the everything genes you get now that brings me to the types of genes islamically we believe that different type of genes basically three main types there's the ifrit those are the gongon genes they're like very rare but like they're like the king of genes yeah they're like the political leaders of genes <laughs> let's keep it as that then we have the ones that can fly and i've forgotten the other one but that's it other cultures other cultures view different genes in different form some say that are cannibalistic which is basically which can be which is basically true because like i said they are different form they are blood drinking some some like they are plenty even like the islamic sects they view genes differently they have like the islamic sects most Islamic sects from the Salafi to the Shiites, they have different views of genes. So that's about that. But now let me talk to you about the Orin. So remember when I first started introduce this topic, I asked you, do you know why babies cry during, like when they have given birth to? It's believed that, like apparently from what I know, I don't know how authentic this source is, but from what I heard is that when a baby is born, the, the gene pinches them and then they cry. <laughs> that is why baby cries. That's why baby cry when they're born. But anyways, I don't know whether that is true or not. The reason, the thing is this chlorine. I think that's the third type that genes that like every human have a gene attached to them. The role of these genes can be to instill doubt in you. They try to push you to do the wrong thing. Like they're just basically attached to you. They know everything about you. In some cases, your genes can be good. Some can be very, very evil. And in a way, we influence them and they influence us. You know how in movies, you see that evil angel, bad angel? I think that is how I see That's how I see it. That's how I see the clarion. Except that this one is two in one. But the main goal is to try and like make you go astray try to instill doubts in you you know when sometimes you're feeling insecure you're feeling you know all this negative and that the negative energies you talk about yeah that's how i put it so just keep that in mind because they'll probably come later on in this podcast then that that is down to dream like the thing about islam is islam is way deeper than people believe all people see is all people see when they think about like islam muslim is sharia jihad muslim woman um praying five times a day quran like that that is that is the only thing people see but that that is like that is just that is not even half of is like i don't even know how to explain it but there's a whole like there's a whole section of islam that has to do with dreams and one of these dreams like dream interpretation all that so in a way the way we see it's bad dreams bad dreams do not necessarily necessarily actually happen um we see it as influence from this your clarine that causes bad dream that's why islamically if you have a bad dream 
they say that you should not tell anyone about it and because it can happen if when you like speak on it or rather you should like pray against it or you just make a dua and go back to sleep that's just how it is in bad dreams in islam so yeah they can cause that finally like shaitan this isn't about shaitan the demon here is he encourages these jinns, the bad jinns. He encourages them to cause bad, to wreak, wreak havoc in the world. And he ranks them, he rewards them based on how much evil they have done. So that is his own main rule. And um, you know how during Ramadan, Muslims say, oh, the demons are locked up. When we talk about the demons being locked up, we're talking about shaitan himself and the ifrits those political leaders <laughs> i don't know why i'm associating them with political leaders but anyways like that's the only way i can explain how powerful they are like they're rare but yes those, those are the only gong gong ones the one that is to encourage and reward those bad days those are the only ones that are locked up but the remaining genes are actually led to free they're actually like they're not locked up, they're there with us, they're still attached with us. And then that brings me down to black magic. Um the way black magic that is sehiri, that is sihir, that is um voodoo, juju, you know, you know magic, you know. So that is basically black magic and jeans in the way like it has been explained Islamically that this is how black magic happened. Like, have you ever wondered? How all these all these nonsense things are happening? Who are these? Who are these? What should I call them? Magicians? Juju people communicating with? How do they make all these things happen? So Islamically, is explained from like with the jinns. The like one huge component, one huge thing jinns can do is that they can travel huge distances. They can travel real fast, real real fast in seconds. So sometimes if you want to commit like before this juju people magicians can actually do their magic and their evil, what they do is they ask you have to do something for them in return. You have to sell your soul to them, yeah, for them to be able to do certain tasks to you. It's like an Illuminati sort of thing. You know how Illuminati they like sell your soul to the devil. <laughs> that phrase if you believe in gens, it's not just a phrase, is it's actually happen is like real. And the whole thing about the shooting stars is is believed that when it comes to fortune telling, the way the genes try to get information, you know, fortune telling that telling you about your future. But if you notice one thing about fortune telling is it's kind of modeled in some way it has the truth and also in some way it has the lie. So the reason why this is is because as explained, <laughs> let me put it like that, is that the genes they try to go up to the heavens to get information about like the future, about what is going to happen. Because as Muslim, we believe in Qadr, that is predestination. So that means like our life has been written to us, but like with du'as and all that, it can change. But the thing is that before you're giving birth to the way your life goes, your life has already been written down for you. So these genes, they try to eavesdrop in heaven to like get them. But like the angels through shooting stars, like 
stones at them which we see as shooting stars to try and disrupt them so they might have they might like eventually get half message and they module it with some other shit and that's it and sometimes you can also wonder why some of these magicians and juju people <laughs> i don't know what to call them how they have information about you that is where the current comes in if they have access to your current that's the gene bounded to each human being they can send like information about you over to them like oh this person this is this this had that you get that's how they get information about you that's how it's explained and then there are many ways that black magic can be done to you because you know like i said one thing humans do not have is powers and abilities and that's what genes have so they make a deal with the human whoever is bounded to them the human magic sense or whatever and it's more like you give me you like give me your powers and you do this for me it's like a negotiation between them the guy does does whatever they want and then the magician in turn can do all this powerful magic thing so some of these things is like when you're doing all these sorceries once someone to be possessed wants someone to do something to you it's like they can do it in different form they can use your pictures they can use talismans even sometimes you see some people muslim specifically they have papers with letters of like with quran verses on it they say it's for protection um there's there are like piece of clothing they can use piece of your clothing like let's say now i want to do evil thing to someone i gotta meet my juju man and be like oh okay he'll be like bring the hair of this person bring a clothes of this person bring a picture so they use different forms that can connect them to the human there's also it's also believed that they can cause things like depression you know all those stories where i heard like a woman woke up and she can suddenly she can suddenly speak another language fluently that is a sign of like oh she has been possessed by a gene or a gene is already like an evil gene is connected to her there's the isolation there's this thing in the graveyard at night that thing is not normal behavior <laughs> that is stupid behavior that is also a sign of it can be sometimes is an instruction from the gene like oh you want this to happen do this and sometimes it's just a sign of possession and then there's the sudden change in behavior let me put it in mind that there are lots of things that genes can affect but that doesn't mean like every situation means it's caused by gene like let's say depression it's not every depression that's going to be caused by gene it might not even be as much as the normal depression in the world is not everything so i feel like as a muslim you just if you try to do the ruqya and it doesn't really work then you can also do the medic you can go through the medical aspect or you can just do butter phones whatever works for you works for you but it's not every situation that actually means it's caused by aging so people should not go and carry this thing on top of their head ah now the main reason i even wanted to do this podcast was to tell you the stories the stories that i got told about when i was younger <laughs> so when i was growing up a lot of muslims grew up with the stories of jinn but me myself <laughs> personally i didn't let me be frank i didn't know anything about jinns i may have been aware of jinns but not to 
that point of Islamic belief. No, I just knew jeans as jeans. So anyways, I get to secondary school and I start hearing all these stories. Stories. Some of them are actually lies. Well, back then I believed it, man. I was so naive back then. So one of these stories about two friends. I don't remember the whole concept of these stories, of this story. But there was sure a girl. Is it that they? Let me just see. There was sure a girl or something like that, and then one of the friends noticed that the girl had horse hooves. Let me even expel on this horse hoof theory. I don't know if genes can truly turn to humans. Some people say they cannot. Some say they can. Me, I really cannot say. But some that believe that they can say that when they turn to humans, some of them, ha- like, they have horse hooves. So you, if you probably end up searching for gene stories after this, you might see some narrations about horse hooves and horse hooves. Me, I don't know how real they are. But anyways, back to this story. So, anyways, the guy now wanted to tell his other friend, like, ah, this one is not a human, no. He didn't, he not, because he no now wants her to know that, oh, they have noticed it. He now wanted to code. So, he's like, sule, sule, le, sule. <laughs> then, this is the guy, guy, the guy has like a patata, patata. Then, the sule guy was like, what are we going to do now? Then, the friend was like, we're going to rene, ne, rene. Then, the friend, then sule is like, if we rene, ne, rene, she's going to follow you, follow. <laughs> Obviously, that story is not real, but back then, I believed it. Then, there's another one, hey. There's the, ha, let me put this one. This one, I believed it too, but let me just tell you guys. It was in jest too. I remember one girl. I even remember the girl that told me this story. I remember where I was when the story was told. Like this one, I remember it clearly. So apparently, what she told me was there was this woman and her husband. They had a baby, and ah, sometime after a while, they noticed that the food in the house was finishing. Like she'll buy food today, and that was it. Like two. And the food will finish fast, fast. So one day, <laughs> she now she now decided to set up a. She now decided to set up a camera in her house, and the next morning she like filled the house up with food. They lived their life normally. She now decided when the food now just disappeared, the same it has been happening. No, she now said, Ah, let me go and check the CCTV. Guess what? She saw the baby crawling. <laughs> As by the baby used to crawl there, no. She saw the baby crawling to the chicken, the baby to the kitchen. The baby now become big. The baby now eat, 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 eat everything. The baby now go back to the room and rest. Like that's how they now notice that something was wrong. Is it that later they now called to do the exorcism on the baby? More like they did do clear on the baby and all that. Then there's another one. No, you know how I told you that they can travel in like very fast. This one took that feature of them, their ability of that to another level. This story, most of all the stories, I do not believe. This one, I'm telling you guys now, I do not believe them. But they were quite amusing. They're still quite amusing. Like Jane's stories are interesting to hear. So this one is quite amusing. So the story of this one is that. Um, what is it? And this guy, here in Nigeria, he wanted to go to another state, so he stopped a car. I don't know what they call those cars or transport cars that take people across. He sure got one of them. Ah, that's how this guy took him to another country in like 
in like less than a day. It's not like the country they took him to was like Benue or Kotonu that is just next door. He took him to one European country like that. He was now shocked and I noticed the horse hooves. And I started begging the guy to please send him back to his Nigeria or whatever, whatever. That's how the guy now returned him. There are many others that I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember a whole lot. Because I consumed a whole lot of those Aya stories back then. Like when I first heard about the genes, I was amused. I was scared at first, but I was also amused by then. I remember doing one of my RS class when, like, we're oh, good. I like our teacher will now put like all those gene movies for us to watch, Rukia movies, and we like we liked it. Lord have mercy, <laughs> we liked it. Um, it's crazy, sharp. But then and I learned that oh, like. One weakness that makes you liable to possession by genes is the fear of them. As humans, when you fear them, it makes it easier for them to possess you. Like, as you're normal like this, they cannot just possess you. There have to be a barrier that makes it easier for them to possess you. That's when your iman is low, when they're, when they're angry with you. Sometimes even if they're angry with you, they will not necessarily possess you, depending on how how your iman is sometimes they'll just be connected to you let me see there's a way this connection is is they can indirectly affect you without actually possessing you so that those are the sort of things that can happen and yeah that is basically it then to remove them um apart from rukia basically rukia is like reading quranic verses on them even on yourself, you can do rookie on yourself, listening to certain Quranic verses. Some you just need to ask, changing behavior, like bad, removing your bad behavior. But there's another one that I came across. It's called negative aeon treatment. That's like the use of nature. That is still new to me. I don't know how accurate that is. But yeah, I'm definitely going to read on that because yeah, that is quite interesting from the little I've seen. So yeah, that's about it on the topic of genes. I don't know. I just remember that silly, silly, silly. That's why we ended up coming to do this gene episode. But maybe, hopefully, I'll go into details about them if you're interested. I don't know, or if I'm interested. Let me see. And also. I have some topics like from Islamic perspective that I like to talk on, like this whole dream thing. This whole dream thing, when I came across and I started listening to lectures and it, I was like, wow, I didn't know this like existed from the Islamic perspective. Then there's the evil eye. You know all those blue eye stuff, jewelries that people wear in protection of, like that people just wear. So the whole, like, if you look from some Middle Eastern, North African cultural perspective, the whole thing of the evil, of the blue eye jewelries is to prevent evil eye. So I'm going to talk about the evil eye from the Islamic perspective too. And then one thing I also want to talk about is Khadr, which has to do with destiny. And the reason I want to talk about that is because it has had a huge effect on the way I view things, the way I approach things. So, in other words, I'll be doing this from my own perspective, but also would not be changing the Islamic, <laughs> like the way I view it, the way it has like affected the way I do things. And yeah, I told myself that I want my episodes, except the ones where I feature people to be shot, and 
yeah, I wanted them to be like at most 25 minutes. So I hope I achieved that right now is 23 minutes. Because <laughs> I want to start shortening my solo episodes and then just leave my future episodes to be long. Anyways, that is about it about my gene talk. I don't think I did justice to this, but I feel like you guys, just out of curiosity, sugar and research on it, maybe research on stories, research on black magic and genes, because I feel it's an interesting topic. In some ways, it answers some questions for me. It's an interesting topic, though. I enjoy reading on it, and I'm glad to have brought this to you guys knowledge and here also what i wanted to add was that i decided that i want to change the way this my podcast is going because i know this is one thing i love to do is i love to is it is the word educate not teach you i don't but i like to educate people i don't know if educate is the word but let me say if i learn about something or if i read on something or i read about something or i come across something i i feel so happy like i want to tell it to someone i want to like tell someone about it i want them to know about it so in a way i like to educate people about things let me say so yeah my podcast might be moving towards that part of it i'll mostly now start talking about things that i've actually just come across learned or i feel other people should know about because they're quite amusing to me and yeah i guess this let's see you in my next episode hopefully it's going to be a feature bye bye <laughs>